You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter the king, into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said of you, to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. And whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and they recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother. Then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge, and the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. These readings moved me a lot today and this morning also in the commentaries that you have on the YouTube and Facebook um, channels from Magdala of the Sunrise Stroll and Chat. We talked a lot about the, um, the freedom that these readings cultivate in the human spirit because it's no longer to be held that my problems are because of the sins of my parents or that I have the responsibility for the sins of the children. This was seen to happen in a, like indetermin a determined way. Obviously, we are also responsible for giving good example and for teaching and for leading people. But at the end of the day, each of us is responsible for our actions. And it's our responsibility. And so the personal responsibility is underlined and the personal responsibility presupposes freedom. So these kind of, of thoughts and texts, very familiar and worked through over generations in the people, cultivate a great sense of personal responsibility. And this is drawn on further then from uh, by Jesus, but maybe just another thought about the Ezekiel text that we have read today. It's also the case that the person is asked to be faithful always, and it's not so much about the concrete actions, each one of them is very important in its moment, but it's about the personal fidelity that's built. And so we cannot ride easy because we did all this good stuff in the past. That we did by God's grace. What's important is that now I am giving myself completely. There's a wonderful phrase, proverbial phrase that we know, and it's really to the point here, that every sinner has a future. 
and every saint has a past. It counts on the actions we do today. And tomorrow will be here, and tomorrow will be a new today, and we will do the actions we do tomorrow. And everything we did in the past we leave in God's hands. The good things, but also the bad things. We say, Lord, forgive me, I am a sinner. And this is where the psalm comes in. If you, O Lord, mark iniquity, who can stand? So this is saying that we all carry a certain uh, history of brokenness and for which we come before God and ask for forgiveness. With you, O Lord, is mercy and a fullness, plenteous redemption. That's so beautiful. This is the revelation of God's heart that we discover. And it's at the same time the revelation of the human being's dignity. Because our dignity, if we're made in God's image, the more we discover the great respect God has for us and the great love to forgive us, then we should have corresponding sense of our own dignity. We are truly loved by God. God respects us with extraordinary love, like parents their children, and even much more than that. So this is a foundation for us to have great confidence before God, as much as we are sinners, but also to recognize in this this is a culture, it's an education of our soul, of our mind, of our convictions. And sometimes we allow excuses. These people did me wrong. These people didn't let me go forward. These people didn't give me the help I need. You're responsible for where you are today. Are you going to reply with bitterness, with grudges, with bad memories? Are you come before God and say, Lord, I have sinned, I am sorry, help me. I want to come out, I want to be better. Lord, save me, I perish. And Jesus lifts us up. And he really lifts us up with the text today. Because he says it's not enough to look holy. It's not enough to go to the temple with your sacrifice. Get reconciled with your brother and sister. Sometimes we've had relationships in the past of business, or siblings, or parents, or children, and they weren't all good. Get reconciled. Now is the time for reconciliation. <laughs> On the way to the judge, get reconciled. It's all connected here, you know. So here we have then the great themes because <clears throat> it's not enough not to kill somebody. The call is to love them. Not enough to not say bad things about a person, but to really embrace them and build them up. So we are called to freedom, to responsibility, to total generous love for the others. I heard a beautiful line today <clears throat> that when a child is born, they have been completely provided 100% in the mother's womb. Then they come out, their eyes open, they see mom, she needs to love them. If they don't get love, affirmation, recognition, they will die. They will never develop properly. The extraordinary, wonderful moment of the human being, the needs were biological beforehand, and I'm sure also psychological because the way people live and the stress and the anxieties can affect a child in the womb. But the, when the child comes, the love that's poured into that child brings that child into another level of life. And there's a third level, when that child is able to love others. 
And the more that child loves others, the more they live. And the day they stop loving others, they die. They die as a human being. They shrivel up. They become hard-hearted. They become closed. They become uh, cut off. They get complexes. They get depressed. And heart that's open. They don't have to be extrovert. They don't have to be great dancers and ballet people and Olympic sports people. Uh, successes in business. They just have to have an open heart to love others. Even if they're missing a leg, if they're missing an eye, if they're in bed, sick for 10 years, the end of their life, they can still love others. They can still encourage. They can still radiate joy because God loves them and he wants us to grow. This is our vocation, to grow in love in this life. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.